This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have journeyed into the Underdark to find Ranger and the Stained Guard. But why is Ranger chained at the feet of Quenthel Bainair? Will our heroes be able to liberate the rest of the Stained Guard? Will Butthole's daddy issues ruin their chances to free their friends? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. Strong man, tiny peener. <laughs> I feel like I know you somehow. Yeah, we know you, Ranger. No, we don't know him. Uh, don't listen to him. No, he's... He's... Get me out of these chains, please. It's definitely not turning me on. <laughs> As I... I said, we're here for our aroused friend. So, <laughs> or enemy, if that makes you more willing to let him go. No, no. As I said, I'm very glad to hear that. The matron explains that a ranger was captured by her honor guard. Well, he and his team of stained guards assaulted the Academy of Shadows which is an alchemical institute that, again, you've heard of in the surface, but generally speaking is kind of secretive. There was a, a murder of a prominent drow scientist named Xanthus, whose heart was torn out. And the stained guards seemed to be protecting whoever did it as they escaped. So by the time drow forces arrived, they sent in the mercenary group, the Bregan Darth, led by Yaraxel Bernay, who uh, basically held down the fort and managed to destroy the stained guard However, their leader, Ranger, put up a tremendous fight and in his ravings seemed to evoke something that the drow have been on the guard for. So they they pulled him in, hoping that someone would arrive to collect him. And lo and behold, here you are. So I raise my hand and I just say, awkward question. You're saying all of the other stained except him are dead? That is correct. And how long ago was this battle? Two days. Do you have bodies? We've fed them to the spiders. Oh, okay, I can't need to know that. We got not. Well, if there was a body, I could have brought two can, of them back from the dead. I can show I'm you not what's, so mad about the question as I am about the answer. I can show you what's left. No. Unless there's like a head on a body, there's no point. You could piece one together, I suppose. No, I've done that before. It's a real waste of time. Plus, people lose them in fires. It's a train wreck. Right, Martha? Absolutely. Um, so, Ranger, <laughs> behind Butthole and Quinny, you see a female drow 
wearing armor, oddly enough. She's elderly. She looks vaguely like Batman's mom. <laughs> or Superman's. Take your pick. <laughs> but a drow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I see you brought a crypt keeper with you. <laughs> I look behind me. No, I was talking oh. to you. I uh, look up and I say, he's a dick to everyone but butthole. Yeah, this guy's great. Okay, so can we have him? Quintel begins to explain that Benzabranzen has been suffering as have local communities from a strange ailment that seems to be spreading throughout the Underdark. And honestly, it's very similar to what has inflicted Ranger. People have been leaving their homes unexpectedly, seem to be following orders, and it's very much akin to the mind control of a mind flare or an ithalid, something that manages to possess someone and drive them. Unfortunately, the forces of Menzo Brands have had no luck whatsoever in locating the source of this particular ailment. That said, what's affecting Ranger seems to be different, but similar, almost as though it's a byproduct of this effect, not this effect itself. And uh, since he's been chained up, he's been desperately trying to escape, not just for himself, but to go in a certain direction. So the matron believes that Ranger might be the key to finding what has caused this, even though he seems to be affected by a different form of it. And as a result, she offers you a pardon for him and his freedom if you will rid Menzo Branson of this threat. I think it's time for us to save Mentos Baratheon. Yeah, that kind of aligns with what we're looking to do anyway. So I feel like the death of Xanthus... Well, Wait, Xanthus the- dead or heart, heart I, I, I'm just going to raise my hand and say, <laughs> yeah, we'll take the gig. Everybody, shut up. These are secrets for us. Are you saying something about secrets? Can I hear? From like across this royal chamber. <laughs> like- okay. Your majesty, he's got two dicks. We're trying to keep it a secret. I don't know if you noticed. They're both fully erect. <laughs> I have two there. dicks. How could you not notice? <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness! I feel like they look at me every, no matter where I go. It's a weird painting thing. If you cross your eyes, then it actually just looks like the face of the famed gnomish actor Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Please, Shadow Cathy's, release me from these shackles. What does my he mean head by release? Is... <laughs> what? What do you mean by release? Release my hands from these shackles so that I may use them to release some bodily fluids from my mighty shaft. This man needs to poop, your majesty. Can we take him outside? He needs to poop and pee. My brain is not all there just yet. Please, I'm so tired. It's more there than you think. Do you accept my terms? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're Mentos. Everybody's going to be free from the mind fucker or Great. whatever. Then go forth and make fresh. Become fresh makers! (laughs) Two gestures, they take the chains off Ranger. Ranger, you almost fall to the ground, but your massively erect twist knot manages to prop you up. So you're kind of doing one of those forward lean things from that Justin Timberlake music video. (laughs) Does that hurt? In a good way. So you're able to collect Ranger, and you're kind of shown to a a side chamber where you can make your plans. Can we have our stuff back? (laughs) When you leave, yes. Okay, that's valid. So the information that they give you is that the most disappearances have been happening from a deep gnome city nearby. Good. If it's a gnome city, it'll be easier to kill them because they're small. I mean, if they're evil, I want to save them. I'm here to spread goodness. He's just like looking at (laughs) Bottle. Like, you sure about that? Well, how did it go down when we fought? It's not a nice truth, but it's a truth. I pulled my punches. I fought your dad instead. Yeah, we all did a little bit of that. <laughs> oh no, my dad. <laughs> my face just falls fully gray. <laughs> I just like have a moment there internally. Uh, I guess you're, you're, you're back with your guide. Freak McNasty. So Freak McNasty tells you that the uh, local Sphere Neblin, or the deep gnome city of Blingdenstone, has seen the most disappearances and has become something of a ghost town. So she recommends you begin your search there. 
Uh, she recommends that you seek out most honored Barrel Warden Mayor Peabody to gain more information if indeed you can track her down. This is a gnome society? Yes, a, a deep gnome society. So think uh, gnomes, but they're gray. Their eyes kind of have that horrible dark light whiteness from living in low light. So that's what she recommends. She gives you directions. It's just south of Menzo Brands and should take about a day to get there. That seems to be where the majority of the disappearances have happened. Is the Academy of Shadows open to investigation? I mean, if you want us to figure out what's going on on your behalf, I think we should start where this inciting incident was. They'll let you go back and investigate. They're a little hesitant about letting Ranger back there, but they warn you on threat of death that if he stirs up some shit, then you'll pay the price. Why, why oh, does everybody have their swords out against old Ranger? Because we hate you. That's not true. These people are troubled. See, how does he look? Is he the same stained-wise, or what's yes. that? Yes, so interestingly, the handprint that had stained his face has started to bleed and kind of splinter. Not in the same way it did with Alan, where it seemed like it was expanding, but more so as though it's almost diluting. Okay, so I, like, shine up my vambrance on my forearm, and I hold it up, and I'm like, look, you see that blue stuff on your face? Oh, looks radical. Yeah, well, it was so radical that it made you murder a lot of civilians. So what? now, people think of you as a bit of a war criminal. What? I couldn't lay my hand on a fly. From what we've seen, that is blatantly untrue under every circumstance. You've killed so many things. And eaten them. Do you wonder about the sword? All my memories are fragmented. Please leave me be, you three ghosts of Christmas. (laughs) Butthole, I don't don't know if blame is the correct approach in this situation. Oh, no, it's not his fault. He's a great guy. I mean, look at his shorts. And his shorts are just the head of a boulder with his legs jammed through the two eye holes. They're warm and squishy all the time. Yeah, we killed that thing. That's how you made those pants. Then you ate part of it and got superpowers for a bit. Oh, I ate? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, daddy-like. (laughs) We're helping him find himself again, Martha. It's okay. Mm -hmm. This is an advanced therapeutic technique. Ranger, can you roll me a wisdom check? 11. I'm going to say that you don't get a huge success, so it's, it's not like it all comes flashing back, but nor did you fail, so things are starting to become a little bit clearer. You do have shorts. They must have come from somewhere, right? <laughs> Indeed, I think I did slay many a poor individual soul. I can't believe I'm the same ranger that was birthed by a gentle mom and father in the woods near the Temple of Ogma. Could this be my new destiny? Am I destined to be a murderer for the rest of my years? When he's like walking towards <laughs> the academy, just like leaving him behind. Ranger, I, I'm struggling too. I don't know my future. I don't know my fate. Like, I think the thing is, we got to find it together. Maybe you're a cannibal. Maybe I'm a murderer, but maybe we're both heroes. Ranger, do you want to be a murderer? No, 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 no. No, no Martha, no. We, we might need him to kill things if you don't talk about this. <laughs> I feel a compulsion. We must leave this place. I must go somewhere. There. Uh, And he he points towards the Academy of Shadows. Okay, I guess we're going there. Thank you, Major Freaky. Can we leave? She quietly apologizes about the knife and then points you to your gear. So you get re-geared up. Guy, one thing we've added since last you played with us is a mechanic called stress. So basically everyone has five points of stress. And you can use stress, basically, if you decide that there's something you want that maybe you don't have, and then I'll ask you why you might have that. How much stress do we have? Five points. So you re-gear up, Ranger, you are handed your sword, your bow, and the rest of your gear. 
and you make your way through the streets with, uh, again, an honor guard following you to the Academy of Are Shadows. these streets lit or no? Like, what's the amount They're, of light in the Underdark? Each city's different. Uh, Menzo Brands, and there's a massive stone pillar in the middle that's enchanted every day with an enchanted red light that slowly eats its way up to the top. And that's how they track days, since there's no day or night. You're seeing torches here and there. Ultimately, the drow can see in the dark. But as kind of a courtesy, they have a lot of purple flames dancing in small pits and lanterns. So light enough that you guys can see, but not great. Okay. So I'd say Ranger and Queenie, you guys can see just fine. Juniper and Butthole, you're having a bit of difficulty. Say, I'll put on my goggles of the owl. So it's like Elton John style goggles, and it means I can see in the dark. Juniper, you're slightly unmatched here, but you're still able to follow along. I'm stumbling a little bit. Cool. Be wary, my comrades. For these drows are very insidious creatures, and there's known to be a trap or two. You know she's a drow. I'm sorry, I thought you were a skeleton person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honest mistake. Juniper, are you keeping the Martha outfit on? Until I leave. Ranger, can you roll me a perception check, please? Yes, of course. Ooh, 21. As you're walking, you find a scrap of blue fabric that you remember as belonging to the uniform of one of your compatriots. Who was he and how did he die? Oh, Hershey. Oh, sweet, tasty, fudgy Hershey. (laughs) You're my closest companion on the SS McSquiggly. How we would spend the nights opening up little tiny pieces of chocolate and licking them, placing them in each other's mouths and having a time regaling ourselves of chocolates eaten past. Why did I eat your heart? (laughs) Why did I eat your heart, Hershey? So, Ranger, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration for the power of heart. Hershey's heart. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hershey, my friend, your loss won't be for naught. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Snarf, 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 snarf. Wait, Goblin Jr., slow down. You're not wearing your translation amulet. Oh, hey, that's much better. Hi, I'm Goblin Jr., uh, beloved wolf companion of the Dum Dums and Dragons crew. And uh, listen, if you're enjoying our adventures, our, our snarfy fun, uh, you know, the adventures of, of Butthole and Quinny and Alan and Juniper and Bucky and all the rest, well, uh, listen, you'd really be doing us a solid if you'd go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And hey, you know, if you want to help us on our adventures, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can gain access to uh, Snarfy Discord and talk to all sorts of other fans about the shows. Uh, and you know, it just goes up from there. You can get ad-free feeds. You can uh, add your own characters. Uh, hell, you can even make an NPC at the $25 level. And you get your name in the credits at the end, which is which is a lot of fun, I'm told. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know too much just being a wolf and all, but uh, what I do know is if you enjoy our adventures as much as uh, me and the crew like going on them, well, Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, anyway, I'll uh, see you around, and I'll take this stupid amulet off. Snarf, 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 snarf. The Academy of Shadows looks to have been the site of, think like a police precinct siege in a movie where that kind of stuff happens. So clearly there was a battle outside. It had been carved to have various depictions of scientific things, so um, alchemy, magic, science, all that sort of stuff. However, the facade seems to have been damaged fairly heavily. Uh, You're led in by a couple of drow soldiers. Inside, you find that it looks, again, like a mass melee happened. There's still bloodstains on the wall. It's like a crime scene has been closed Mm -hmm. off. It's a large circular cavern carved out of stone. There were a bunch of lanterns that throw flickering, dancing shadows against the walls, which you suspect is how it got its name. So the entire place is, on the one hand, vaguely unsettling because the light's constantly moving. On the other hand, there is something hypnotic about it that kind of lulls you a little bit and and calms you. There's a large circular staircase that goes around the perimeter, and it leads down into kind of a sunken area where there are various stations set up. Most notably, there's sort of a large, very busy desk covered in papers and books, and there is a corpse next to it whose chest has been ripped open. Nerd alert. (laughs) 
You make your way down to the corpse, and upon removing the sheet, you realize it is not, in fact, Hershey, but a dark elf that looks vaguely familiar to Quinny and Butthole in that it looks like Xanthus. Like uh, the form like that, the form that Alan, changed, Alan into. changed into. Ranger, does being back here jog your memory about what happened? You're the only one who has firsthand experience who's still alive with what happened I'm the moments s- before this guy was killed. I don't recall a single thing. There was a flurry of action. Swords and blood and viscera, but that's all. Well, here's the thing. Martha is a therapist, which means she might be able to use hypnotherapy to take you into your memory. So, Martha, hypnotize away. (laughs) (laughs) Just look of panic over Martha's face. Um, No, you can do this. You're really good. Martha is so smart. She used to hypnotize me when I was a kid. It helped. Does anyone have a necklace? Yes, yes. I always carry at least 15. Here you go. Friends forever. This is just what I've seen in traveling plays and things. I don't know if this is actually going to work. I don't say that out loud. What you see is just confidence. Ranger. (laughs) This is ridiculous. I am hypnotized. (laughs) Put put the necklace down. You got him. You got him already. You're so good. Juniper, how do you want to try and draw answers out? I think this would probably be a persuasion. So if you could roll that, please. Yeah. I'll give you advantage because Ranger's helping you by being Ranger. Extremely cooperative. (laughs) 10. So you will get three questions. And I will open the floor to any suggestions for questions. I think we got to keep this fair so everybody gets one question. Quinny, you got to go first. Sure. Just because you know Ranger better than I do. Yeah, you care the most about Ranger, Quinny, so you should go first. I'm purely here for Alan. Ranger, what happened here at the Academy of Shadows leading up to this man's death? I was in the belly of the beast with my suicide squad. (laughs) The big man, or the big cheese as we'd call him, he went away. We held guard. Just then, dozens upon dozens of his minions, the drow bastards, came flooding through the walls, the gates, the doors, whatever you'd like to call them, I don't know. And we all stuck a sword in each one of their buttholes. (laughs) Every single drow bastard we cut to ribbons. That's all I recall. Ranger. Yes. What do you know of Xanthus's plan? What was his goal? He was looking for other people that looked like him that could make him more powerful. That is what he said to me, <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> Thank you, Ranger. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, so just to be clear, mm-hmm. the dead guy on the floor, who we think is Xanthus, you're telling me this is not Xanthus. Xanthus went somewhere else on a continued quest to murder copycats or lookalikes. Yeah? For the life of me, I can't recall. All I know is I have a strong neutral feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps he can jump from body to body. I don't know. Oh, that's a weird theory. Okay, good. We learned stuff. Good hypnosis, Martha. Ranger? Hypnosis over. Oh, nuts. I wanted her to make him dance like a chicken. I saw a guy <laughs> do that. I'm a chicken. I'm going to dance. <laughs> he like takes off his shirt. Stop. And, like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> They're going to kill us. They're going to kill us, you idiots. I'm pitching my nipples <laughs> like a chicken. <laughs> and then he motorboats <laughs> Quinny. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, the guards are also dancing to this dance. Like, they've got their nipples in hand. They're like, they're loving it. This is a big Menzo Baranzin dance craze. I, I turn into Juniper and pull up my pan flute. <laughs> oh, well. I'm a big fan of muscles. Put me down. 
This is good. I think we've got an idea of what's going on here. Now, Ranger, do you have any idea? They said you've got like something pulling you in different directions. Is there a direction you want to go? Yes. Out of here. I'd like to go to a beach and have a Mai Tai, but that's just none of the cuts. So I think it's best we go to the Shadow Academy. We're at the Academy of Shadows, Ranger. (laughs) Ranger, Holy shit. We're we're inside the Shadow Academy right now. We're in there. Yeah, that's where this dead guy is. Oh! (laughs) This is a problem. Hypnosis took away his memory. (laughs) I run. I run. I'm out of arm's reach. I'm uh, gone. As, as he continues to sing. sing <laughs> Where's that little titty suckler? <laughs> as Ranger continues to serenade you, the pull becomes too great. And he begins to chicken dance his way out of the Academy of Shadows. And I think, Butthole and Juniper, you're probably like following along fairly diligently. Quinny, you are begrudgingly walking ahead of him, but still following, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not walking with you today, Mom. That's right. Exactly. Every kid knows that. Yeah. Yep. You're led deeper and deeper into the Underdark. Eventually, you reach a large, it looks much more like a castle than the sort of natural layout of Menzo Branson. Like um, it was built instead of carved? Yeah, the, the, front, the, the front gate is like solid, polished stone. It's still built out of the walls, but at least from the outside, there's a much clearer delineation, whereas Menzo Branson kind of opened itself up to you. That said, the roof is much lower in the tunnels, and so far it's taken a lot of twists and turns. If it wasn't for Rangers, guidance, you likely would be deeply lost now. You see that the gates are open very casually. And these are the gates to Blingdonstone? Blingdonstone, yes. I'm going to go up and just knock on one of the gates and be like, hello, new friends. As you do, the gate just slowly open and a piece of scroll flutters past you on the ground. I, I want to grab it if I can. Sure. Yep. You grab it. You can't read the language. I can read it though. I hold it up and I say, just read it out loud. <laughs> it has a sketch of a sphere I'm just going to keep trying to get that right. <laughs> it's a deep gnome man. He seems to be smiling. Looks just kind of like a generically handsome gnome. And it says in, as you kind of piece together from your, I'm going to cast comprehend language. Great. So I can actually just read it. It says missing. Not lame Liam, our dearly beloved pal. And it seems to be a description of him. And it mentions that he seems to be getting involved with an odd group known as the Cult of Cortexus. Please, if you find him, we miss him. Signed, slightly less lame Karen. I relay all of this to the group. This doesn't sound like stain guard brainwashing. This sounds like that illithid stuff they were talking about. Maybe, yeah, if the cult are the bad guys. I mean, is anybody here? Because, like, if everybody's gone from here and all we've got is not lame Liam, then I'm thinking what we got to do is go try to find this cult, because odds are if he's, like, the first, like, if we want to call him lame zero then the rest of them kind of caught it from him. Is that like a patient zero thing? That was what I was trying for. God damn. I'm glad someone got it. I was really worried after that complete silence. <laughs> I'm going to poke my head through the gate. What do I see if I'm looking now into... The buildings all seem to look, to your mind, almost like piles of stones. But there it does seem to be in order. More disorderly than bedrock from the Flintstones, but in that ballpark. Okay. Uh, So it almost looks like just piles of stones that have been built into buildings. Looking around, you can feel there's sort of some cavern breezes coming through from various things, and you can see tons of these pamphlets blowing through the streets. They seem to be stuck to walls. You can still comprehend the languages. They all seem to be various missing posters, and it seems to be for... different people. Yeah, for gnomes, it seems to be for gray dwarves. Gradually, though, you can see they're getting more and more desperate, and it's more and more just names. You'd guess the earlier ones have been sketched, but as the epidemic increased, it just becomes more and more name missing report here. I 
summarize that basically being like you don't even need to summarize i just look around the corner and i'm like oh yeah 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 and it's just like posters kind of everywhere the last thing i want to look for then before proceeding is just want to look now that we're peeking through the gate has anything been broken in is this gate functioning like was it busted in or busted out at all it seems that it was just left unlocked Quinny, it looks like everybody's gone because they've all had their minds flayed or, or whatever. I guess. We probably need to go look for this cult. Ranger, cult do you still Cortexas. got like a, a, a signal in your penises just dragging you somewhere right now? I've got a slight pull from the scrotal region, yes. Okay. Quinny, I know you're back in your new body. I don't want to say that you have to go back to old habits, but I don't want to trap you in uh, ignoring things you love. Come on, what is it? What is do it? Do you want to go look for treasure and try to loot this empty kingdom? <sighs> Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, Ranger. And then I just reach over and <laughs> just like tie Ranger's hands and tie him to something so he can't leave. And I'm like, all right, we're going to do this like a show I saw in the Porn Hut. It was advertised. It's called Shopping Spree. So everybody gets 10 minutes to run through the empty kingdom and whatever you can carry back with you, you can keep. Can we do that right now? <laughs> okay, I'm going to untie Ranger. He's excited enough that he's Ooh, not leaving. thank you. Uh, I'm going to need to look up a loot chart. But yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> and go! So you're all going to roll on a D100 system. And then Goblin Jr. is also going to be doing this. Son of a bitch. All right, I'll roll for Goblin Jr. And Billy Fingers. And <laughs> and the monkey wrench guy who's also here. His name is Wrench. <laughs> Thank you. So everybody roll and let me know what you get. 60. 20. Six or yeah, it's a six. 29. 26. 26. <laughs> 26. I got it wrong already. <laughs> 39. Goblin Jr. got a 33. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what you need to roll next, and then I'll tell you what magical bullshit you all get. Oh, we're getting some magical bullshit, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I feel bad about stealing, but it's such a positive vibe in this room that I don't want to no, no, dampen Juniper, that. They're so. probably already dead. <laughs> Juniper, it, depending on how the battles go, I might be able to raise two of them from the dead if they're not too massacred. If we find them alive, we give this stuff back. Oh, I'm not taking anything from anybody we can bring back. That seems fair. No, you can't You can't look at Quinny. That's, <laughs> Quinny keeps his stuff. That's a Quinny rule. <laughs> I was trying to think about how Quinny pretends to ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I need you to roll further. Each of you, as you run through the town, find... Not in one place necessarily, but in the various houses you're able to raid a variety of stuff. <laughs> this doesn't sound very heroic, but we're definitely doing this. I don't like raiding. It is, it is not heroic at all. Juniper, I need you to please roll me 2d6. Okay. 11 total. You find 110 gold. And can you roll me a d4, please? Four. So you get to roll <laughs> four times on my magic chart. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Christmas grab, in the underdark. Grab those D100s and please roll four times. 10, 76, 95, and 98. Juniper, you find a potion of greater healing. Ooh. A saddle of the cavalier. A pouch of dust of dryness. Also known as my wife's vagina. <laughs> I'm not going to high five that one. No, I'm going to leave you hanging. I don't understand how women's bodies work. And I don't like you. <laughs> okay. And a ring of swimming. Okie dokie. Quinny, can you please roll me 3d6? A total of 12. Quinny, this is kind of Christmas for you. It's been a long time since you've got to rob yep. this much stuff. To your disappointment, you managed to find 1,200 gold, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. 
But Until you come out and see Juniper like walking out with a bunch of magical shit. Because <laughs> unfortunately, yours is the only roll that doesn't let you roll on the magic chart. <laughs> That's fine. Like I wouldn't know that. I'm I'm happy to just have the gold for now. Ranger, can you roll me two d four, please? Three and two. Five is the number when you add them together. Five. <laughs> so you find, I think, a lot more gold, but only really care to take 125 with you. So you get 125 gold, and can you roll me a d6, please? So just a standard die. Five. You get to roll five times. Yeah! <laughs> On my hey, magic man. table. Fuck you. <laughs> He's found so many magical items, he left gold behind. That's right. Yeah. Could I use this small one as a pack mule? Yes, yeah, sure. Give me stuff. <laughs> you can ride him with that saddle she found. Oh, no, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> Go ahead and roll, please, sir. All right, here goes. Eight. Oh. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Twenty-three. Nineteen. <laughs> this is the, the fourth roll, right? Yeah, this is the, or this is the fifth one now, right? I yep. think this yeah. is the fifth one. Yeah, can you blow on this? Thank you. That wasn't the dice. <laughs> 86! Tell him what I win. Congratulations, Ranger. You've won two potions of greater healing. Yes. One potion of fire breath. Ooh! One potion of resistance. Resistance on the PS3. As well as a cloak of the manta ray. Cloak of manta's ray. What does this cloak look like, by the way? A manta ray. <laughs> nice. It's like you just raided like a potion shop. <laughs> yeah, you, you went into one house. Yeah. And just took their coat and every potion on the table. I like imbibing fluid, so this works out perfectly. So what does the cloak of the manta ray do, Tom? The cloak of the manta ray, it's yes. adventuring gear. It's wondrous. It goes over your shoulders. While wearing this cloak with its hood up, you can breathe underwater and have a swimming speed of 60 feet. Pulling the hood up or down requires an action. Is there anything that restricts me from not wearing this hood up all the time style does pee or alcohol do they count as water if you're fully submerged yes yeah, that's a I, I, I have a weekend plan <laughs> <laughs> butthole can you please roll me 3d6 don't roll a 12 that is oh my god that's triple sixes that's 18 Ooh. so you will get 18 excuse me not rolls this isn't for rolls this is for <laughs> i was gonna say that's amazing carrying a hut like just a <laughs> yeah. whole hut yeah so you're gonna make 1800 gold and then you roll me a d6 please Normally, uh, you're only supposed to get one of these entirely, but given that you're raiding an entire city that has literally no one there, and they three. all left their doors unlocked. So you get three rolls on my magical table. 19, 62, 38. You get one potion of fire breath. Hey, fire brothers. You get a bag of holding. Oh, sweet. And you get a potion of animal friendship. What does a potion of animal friendship do? It lets you cast animal friendship for free. I can uh, take it at some point if I need to befriend an animal. Yes, it's either that or you need to... Feed it to him. Let's find it. I will say, when you mentioned earlier that Quinny might feel like he got screwed over, it wouldn't feel that way, you know, finding this purse of 1,200 gold, feeling pretty good about that. But as he walks out, kind of like, you know, feeling the weight of it, feeling pretty fucking satisfied and smug with himself, just seeing you guys walking out with armfuls of magical shit, potions, different apparel, more gold than he has, he definitely feels ripped off. And he's like, <laughs> I think some of us should spend some more time exploring <laughs> while, like, you guys maybe watch the gate. <laughs> 
Quinny, this is the rules of the shopping spree. Everybody gets 10 minutes. We got to keep going. <laughs> I want to take all of my assorted heavy items, and now I just get to delightfully put them in this bag of holding. So I just have like this little bag, and I tuck it up inside the tummy of my armor because like we've been doing a lot of travel. So I'm not quite as girthy as I want, but enough. It's sort of like how women hide things in their bra, only it's me inside like the gut portion <laughs> of my armor. I just keep it under that gut fold. Yeah. Oh, and I see, Juniper, you've got like a whole saddle there. Do you want to put that in the bag rather than carry a saddle? Okay. Okay, then what about... Yeah, in the bag. Oh, I wanted to ride the baby. It's me. I'm, it? I'm the baby. It's oh, talking about okay. me. Oh, to be clear, you don't need a saddle to ride Quinny. He loves that. Nope. No, I don't. He loves kissing, and he loves hugs, and he loves getting ridden. He's the best. I hate all of that, and I will stab him, the next person who tries it. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Tom, dust of dryness, could you... Sure. Juniper, the dust of dryness, you get 1d6 plus 4, I rolled a 5, so you get 9 pinches of dust. You can use an action to sprinkle a pinch of it over water. The dust turns a cube of water 15 feet on a side into a marble-sized pellet, which floats or rests near where the dust was sprinkled. The pellet's weight is negligible. Someone can use the action to smash the pellet against a hard surface, causing it to shatter and release the water the dust absorbed. An elemental composed mostly of water that is exposed to a pinch of the dust must make a DC 13 constitution save. Otherwise, it takes 10d6 necrotic on a failed save. Oh, wow. So basically, you can use it to capture water. It's the janitor sawdust. For barf. For barf, <laughs> yeah. So we've learned where everybody is. Ranger robbed some spelunker's order. It appears Juniper robbed a janitor's closet. Quinny just stole like... He robbed went, a, like a middle-income family. <laughs> uh, and Goblin Jr., not to be oh, left out of the about adventure. Him. I believe in him. Don't worry, mighty hound. You're bound to get something wonderful. Goblin Jr. drags some kind of armor out. It seems that Goblin Jr. found a chest plate. It seems to be magical. You're not quite certain what it is, unless someone wants to try and identify it using magical means. Sure, I'll try. I got nothing to lose. So yeah. I'll go over it. I'll pray and rest my hands on it and try to like moon hammer my way into knowing compared to the other fields that have injured or healed me. Yeah, I'll try <laughs> to what check this it could out be. too and okay. see if it's got an infernal origin maybe. Sure. Could I use insight? Yep, sure. Yeah, I'll do that then. So I'll do investigation if that's okay. Mm-hmm. 18. For insight. And eight. Quinny, sort of interlocking armor, looks heavy. You can tell that it's clearly armor that's been enchanted. It's not just well-made, although it is fine armor. Looks like it would take someone with strength of 15, at least, uh, to <laughs> wear it. Again, there's some magical business going on, but you're not entirely sure what it is. You might need to take it somewhere to get it checked, or you could just slap it on and see what happens. <gasps> Too big for me. That's like as far as my investigation went. I could try it on. Here's the thing. If we know it's enchanted, we don't know if it's like enchanted to kill the wearer or give you some sort of weird vulnerability we don't know. That seems unlikely given its armor. If uh, Listen, we could start no, strapping I, random I magic on people, but we can put it in the bag. I, and then- I just like armor. Do you want to put it on Juniper? Let's have a real Maybe conversation. Later. You're no, I mean you're no, so no. you're so positive and then I shot it down and I don't like my own negativity. I need to support the goodness in others. There's nope. goodness in this armor. Not being negative, just being prudent. Can I ask Goblin Jr. what he makes of it? Uh yeah, it's uh it's good armor. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. no 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 sense of like good or evil or I mean it's big, it's heavy, seems like good armor. All right, you and I are pretty much on the same page. Yeah, yeah, I saw some other armor, didn't look good, so uh, I got the good armor. And the, the more we converse, the more kind of unnerved I am. I keep forgetting like when I tune my ears into these speech like this is what Goblin Jr. sounds like. It's like <laughs> This is too weird. <laughs> is anybody else weirded out by this tiny man talking to a dog? No, they snarf to each other. It's sort of a thing now. Mm. You know how you and I talk and it only makes sense to us because we have a magical bond? Yes. Yeah, he's got some version of that. Why is he sniffing his butt then? 
Oh, that's just, uh, it's politeness. Oh, okay. You know, dogs do that to each other. So Quinny, I mean, you got to speak the language. He speaks it fluently. You should see him lick his own balls. <laughs> hey, Quinny, I'll give you a dog treat if you lick your own balls. <laughs> give me the dog treat first. Lick your balls. Give me the dog treat first. Lick your balls. What, give me one of those potions. Okay. Here. Oh, no, you didn't <laughs> lick your balls. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsum was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Pardon. A podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people.